Lawrence Driving Double Feature presents One Minute with European Zombies circa 1980, episode 50. Huh? Thanks, everyone, for joining me continuously over the past 49 episodes discussing these two wonderfully trashy films, Zombie Lake and Burial Ground. My name is Dan. I'm your host. I'm going to be yakking for the next 15 to 20 minutes about these movies, specifically Minute 50 of Burial Ground, then Minute 50 of Zombie Lake. Where were we... Oh, yes, uh, uh, Janet, the gal who hurt her leg, and the butler are in a room. Who knows where the hell they are in the villa. Eh, still haven't watched that um, extra on the Blu-ray. Sorry, everybody. And it sounds like the zombies are trying to burst through the door, and the previous minute ended with the butler saying, wait here, to the gal who's been crippled by a bear trap and is having trouble walking as he heads towards where the noise of the <laughs> is coming from. Outside. They're trying to knock down the door. I don't know how long it'll hold up. Call my husband, would you? Right. I didn't know anyone was married in this. I mean, obviously, is it Evelyn with Michael there? Obviously, she was might have, but she might have been married to have Michael. Who knows? Maybe Michael was immaculate conception. I don't know. But yeah, I didn't know. Call my husband, will you? That's not what in the in the Italian dub. It's call the others, will you? I I always wonder too with servants in houses. That that sort of what's where's the sort of point where the servant is like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you can kiss my ass. I'm gonna go hide, you know. It, it, but but I guess it's a woman who's technically at the moment sort of crippled, so he's helping her out, and she's very brave for staying in this room where the what where is this room where the the zombies are about to? I mean, like you hear the pounding and the pounding, and you think. And my first thought was this was just like echo from them, like they're on the second floor, and this is down the first floor. But no, there's like there's like a curtain and a bookcase and two doors. And the doors, you just see them buckling and kind of moving and moving. And that's what the zombies are hitting. And I'm thinking, what door is that? Are they, they, is it like several of them climbed up on a balcony? Or surely, surely, I mean, I've said this before, but surely running up to the second floor implies that the first floor is somehow barricaded you, you, you know i mean does that does that not make i don't know this is burial ground i'm asking if it makes sense oh gosh oh. oh gosh well yeah i <laughs> does burial ground make sense it's i i do have brought the candelabra-y thing in the previous minute, the butler does walk by another exact same one of those as he's approaching the doors. Now, what was I saying? Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, isn't that sort of the implication that that when they when they locked and bolted the front door, which the zombies don't seem to be able to get through, they all ran to the second floor and started barricading themselves in there. And some of the windows had like the shuttery things that Kathleen Catherine was trying to pull close, and some of them obviously didn't. But then we had Leslie getting pulled through that open, that not open, but completely unbarricaded window. And then we have whatever this door is. I want to know. I get the distinct feeling that we're not going to go on the outside and find out, see the exact placement of this door. Now, I love the beyond and I love, and I love City Living Dead. Fulci, Fulci films for I'm sure you guys know those are all Fulci you guys and gals know these those those Fulci films I love the sort of dislocation of time and space throughout those films but I don't think Burial Ground is doing that is it Burial Ground is 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 what it is here it's it's a bunch of people kind of in this house and they're being attacked by zombies it's not meant to be so displaced and strange and random bear traps and um, odd-looking little boys and completely unprotected windows that you walk by and a zombie grabs you and it's just like and and this door what is this door? I mean this is a the the thing about it is it just it just like look like two wooden doors you know it's it's not like they don't look like entrances they just their doors next to like a bookcase would these be somewhere where you can get in i guess they would i don't know i don't know the villa you guys know i haven't watched the thing with the villa i'm sure there's i'm sure if i've watched the segment with the villa there's a bit where the people who make it walk up to these doors throw them open and go here's where they here's where we are this is the second story but several zombies were able to climb up and get to this point i don't know but it's um it doesn't it doesn't seem fair Almost like a Night of the Living Dead, they barricade everything in up, and when they barricade everything up, or Dawn of the Dead, you know, they seal everything up, and and so those spots they sealed up have to be breached in order for the zombies to enter. It looked here like the first floor was sealed off, and they were sealing off the second floor. But you think it's like if there was another door there that they could easily get to. Eh, why don't you have done that door first? It just it just seems like, and again, it's burial ground, so it could be it is whatever it is, but it almost seems like they're kind of playing a little fast and loose here, and just like how are they going to get in? And and like 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 no one writing it could think like, well, it was only one guy who wrote it, but could think like, well, how would the zombies get in? Well, there's another door, of course. That's how they get in. Ah, yes. Okay, well, so... Yeah, so that's the minute the butler sees the door that's buckling, and it is rather disconcerting, um, knowing that the zombies are right there, and it looks like they're going to break through at any moment. But the gal, Janet, the model, she stays, and she she picks up, like, it looks like a scabbard or something with a sword in it, or and drops that, and at the end of the minute, she's kind of limping towards what looks like a flag. I don't know. And there are, there, are, there are another set of double doors in the other corner of the room that she's moving towards. As far as I know, that, those doors go outside too and have zombies behind them. Who knows? Hey, kid, it's burial ground. Now let's go to Zombie Lake. The Spitz and Miranda there, they're pretty much going to be useless. 
and the zombies have begun their march towards the town. And the one zombie who slept with the lady and had the child has paused at the end of the last minute, is sort of looking in a direction which implies maybe he's remembering something. Zombie Lake either is the most incredibly awesome film ever made, it's the dumbest film ever made, it's the slyest film ever made, it's the silliest film ever, it knows it's being goofy, it's a zombie romance. I, here's, the, here's the thing. I, I feel like this, they might be goofing, you know, because well, what, ha- what happens in the minute, yeah, is the the zombie dad walks by the house where zo- where mom lived and he walks in opens the door to the bedroom where mom died in and his daughter is there his 10 year old daughter so this must be 1955ish and he's wearing a necklace that the mom the mom gave him and the daughter's like oh my gosh well she didn't say anything but the the romantic music's playing you know it's 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 one of my favorite films is the great uh, don't go in the woods james Bryan's don't go in the woods and if you read my, it's been taken down. But if if you read my, if if you read my review, any of my any anything I wrote about Don't Go in the Woods for Bleeding Skull, I I did a full article. I had a segment in Video Store Memories too, and I had a review in the Bleeding Skull 80s, 1980s book, which is apparently out of print for forever. And one of the things about it, when I watch that movie is it's me charting, how am I supposed to react to this movie? Because clearly this stuff is ridiculous, but it's not. It's never you know played as if we're goofing. It's, you, you just watch and you go, okay, this is, um, this is a low-budget film, and they were doing this, and it's just, they, they brought what they had to it, and it looks crazy. <laughs> it looks crazy. But then you, 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 I met James Bryan, you know, I talked briefly with him, and heard his commentaries and stuff like that. And yeah, he's having fun. He's having a good time. So he's, he's, you know, he's seriously trying to scare you a bit, but he's also mostly goofing. And you watch something like this, and I think of uh, JR, and I think, I, I, I can't quite see that with this. I mean, I'd love to think that that's what was happening here, that this is just a big, crazy goof. You know, like love indoors, even with zombies. You know, something and just just completely goofy. Um, and he, he looks a bit like the Hulk. He he looks like a bit like he's stuck halfway through becoming the Hulk in this minute, if I can just say that. But it's just so goofy. 
but I don't know if they know it's goofy. I feel like they should have known. Just like the moment that melodramatic library music comes up again or that, you know, something Daniel White composed 10 years before comes up again and completely, like, stops wherever the movie wasn't really going in the first place. It's sort of like, what on earth is happening? Or, you know, or it's the sh- one of the sharpest sort of plot twists you'll see in a zombie movie or something. You know, it wasn't really until... Well, Burial Ground has some smart zombies, but I was going to say it wasn't really till Return of the Living Dead where people kind of went, okay, we can play around with this a little bit. We can play around with the basics of this zombie sort of thing. Uh, but this is just one of those bits where you watch and go, huh, I don't know how to take this. I really don't know how to take this. And I wish um, I wish there had been a commentary from JR on this saying, oh, yeah, we thought we'd have some fun. We thought no one had done this before, so we were just goofing, you know. But I don't know how to, I don't know how to take this. I want to laugh, but it's so straight-faced. But it's so goofy. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I guess we'll see where we go from here. Um there's not much more to say about this minute. If you know the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe you've had the exact same thoughts I have on it. Or maybe you've just laughed and laughed and laughed. You know, I've, I've giggled at it, certainly. But I'm also watching it with a bit of, huh, what were they getting up to? And if you don't know it, you should watch it immediately. And you'll watch it and you'll go, I, do, I may not know how, or you might know how to respond to this. Maybe someone watching it now will know exactly how to respond to this minute but i watched it so long ago i'm just not flummoxed or polaxed or polocked but um just a little amazed that they 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 thought the best way to do a zombie movie was just fill it with tna fill it with unconvincing zombies and have a melodramatic zombie dad meets living daughter subplot yeah I guess we'll see we'll see how far this goes in the next minute, shall we? All right. So that's minute 50 everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying it. Pardon my confusion in this episode. It's strange. It's strange. It's strange. Uh, so let's 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 this will ground us again. Listen to this. Mm-hmm.